Daily Dirt Nap, Money Talks. Own your life. With Jared Dillian and Money Talk on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Talk 94.5. Jared Dillian and I were just looking through the pictures from the birthday party that he volunteered and donated his time for charity to Mm -hmm. DJ for all of our enjoyment. And uh, thank you, Jared, once again. I brought my giant speakers. I told you. Those were big speakers. They were. They were powerful. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to post those pictures on our website. There's quite a few people that don't have Facebook, myself included. I I attempted Uh to do so, Uh and I had trouble, so Uh I had to to push it up to the powers that be. Okay. Um, I was going to attempt it this afternoon, but if you tried, then it's Oh, no. You can can attempt it. You can attempt it. It's probably an issue. I tried. Jacob tried. So we pushed it up to upper management. So... Um, but Jared, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of news coming out. I was following some of the news um, on um, uh, the Federal Reserve. So what's your take on this uh, increase and in this tax that they're talking about, this 3.8% on businesses that are earning over $400,000 or more? Um, they're thinking about taxing them. Well, let's talk about the Fed first. Um, yeah. Actually, I was in Indianapolis the last three days. I just wow. got, I just got back last night. Doing what? Uh, I was speaking. I had a speaking gig Ooh. at the Federal Home Loan Bank of Indianapolis. Wow. What so, did you talk about? Uh, yeah, you know, financial stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but what's, uh, you know, was this, did you have to switch gears after the news came out? Because that happened while you were there. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was actually in my hotel room when the decision came out. So, so the Fed raised rates 75 basis points, three quarters of a percent. Uh, interest rates are now at two and a half percent. Um, as you saw, the market went up a lot. Mm-hmm. Like the market yeah. just skyrocketed higher. Uh, I did think that was going to happen. In on Wall Street, they would call this a dovish hike, which means that they hiked rates, but they're leaving some clues that they might be slowing down their rate hikes in the futures. Mm-hmm. Uh, they acknowledged some weakness in the economy. Um, I think that the, the next meeting is in September. I think they'll hike rates 50 basis points in September, which will take it up to 3%. Wow. Um, and then maybe one more after that. But after that, I think they're done. They have this thing called the dot plot, which show it plots out all the board of governors rate hike expectations. And most of the board of governors think that rates are going to get to three and a half and then they're going to stop. So now that we're kind of getting close to the end, the market was, you know, sort of excited that we're going to be slowing down rate hikes. And that's why we were up so much yesterday. So. Now, there's a lot of uh, debate on this, and a lot of uh, people have said, and I, you might have been one of them, so correct me if I'm wrong, that if we, we this is long overdue, this should have been happening all along, we have to slow down the spending, otherwise we're going to end up in recession. And But there's a lot of other people, that Steve Forbes, I was quoting him earlier, that was saying this is really mostly a supply-side inflation issue where there's just not enough stuff. It's not that there's not there's not too much money, really. That's not really about the demand side. It's more about the supply side. Yeah, I've heard those arguments before. I actually disagree. I, I think it's just as much the demand side as it is the supply side. And if you go back to the pandemic when we handed out stimulus checks and PPP loans and child tax care credits and stuff like that, I mean, we basically went into debt to the tune of $3 trillion and just handed it out in free money. 
Mm-hmm. And that money, that $3 trillion, is still sloshing around the economy and pushing prices up. So I think it's, I think but it actually might be. Don't you think be... it's eventually going to just negate itself out because of all the high prices that everyone's paying now? Well, that's what's happening. That's what's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. By the way, I think we're getting GDP today. I'm not sure. I haven't been in front of my computer in a while, but I think we're getting yes. a GDP readings today. Later this morning, I think. Yeah. So this is going to show that we're going to have the second quarter in a row of negative growth. You probably saw earlier in the week that the White House was putting out some propaganda saying that we're not in recession because of X, Y, and Z. And they're changing the name they're of recession. They're sort of moving the goalposts. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, yeah, if they're not worried about a recession, why change the definition? See, see, the definition of a recession is when you have a contraction in economic activity, and that's measured by GDP, when GDP is actually negative. And two quarters in a row is the definition of a recession, and we had that during the pandemic. We had it in 2008. We had it in 2001. We had it in 1991. And this is the technical definition of a recession, just because... The labor market is strong and people have jobs. Doesn't mean we're not in a recession. The economy is contracting. We are in a recession. Some ways it doesn't feel like it, but technically we are. All right. So why would they be covering that up and changing, oh, I mean, just, changing just, the goal? Yeah, just because it. of optics. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, Biden doesn't want to have a recession on his watch. You know what I mean? Like it just it just looks bad. Um, you know, some of the people he has working on his staff, like this Brian Deese guy, you know, they're they're political hacks. You know, Brian Deese used to work at BlackRock. He does have financial experience and you know, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely. So So he knows what he's doing. So does that mean that he's doing this on purpose? Yes, absolutely. Now why yeah. would they be doing this on purpose? <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> Yeah, no, they, it's, I mean, I don't know. The other thing that Biden's doing I want to talk about real quick. So gas prices have come down about 60, 65 cents, something like that. Um, Nick, do you follow Biden on Twitter? No, but I, there's mm-hmm. enough people on my feed that follow him, and they will retweet and then comment. All right, so, appropriately. I, so, so I always follow the president. No matter who the president yeah, is, I follow the too. president. Uh, so. Can't bring myself to do it (laughs) so biden is incessantly tweeting about gas prices every Mm -hmm. time they go down a penny he's tweeting about it he's tweeting about it constantly and what he's doing is he's setting up this illusion that the white house controls gas prices but nothing could be further from the Mm, truth good point the government does not control gas prices and if he's leading the country to believe that he can somehow control gas prices what is going to happen when gas prices go up which they inevitably will Mm -hmm. like they will go back up well we've commented before jared he he blames putin and then for the raise in, in prices, but then takes credit for when they drop. He yeah. says it's because he put oil on the market. That's not so, so, well, actually, that is that is why prices went down, because of the SPR. So they've been releasing a million barrels of oil a day for the last couple of months. And that is why prices have come down. But there's only a finite amount of oil in the SPR, mm-hmm. and they're kind of getting down to tag ends. And when they stop releasing oil from the SPR, oil prices are going to go back up. Right. And then they're going to have to refill the SPR at, a higher, at higher price. prices. So stupid. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it. really, it's like, it's, <laughs> it's suicidal. I don't get it. I, I, I guess he figures he can blame like evil oil companies. When is he just trying to do it up to 2022, maybe just to 
Just for the election for Just midterms. for the election? Yeah, well, probably. There's some Talk people about optics. There's some people that are saying and it's funny you bring that up. There's some people that are saying that he's doing this, ramping up, making it really, 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 really bad. And then a couple of months before he's gonna open up the leases. And you're gonna see gas and oil naturally come down because all of these lease things will be finally approved. Remember, there's I don't know, countless amounts sitting on their desks. They haven't refused them, but they just won't approve them. That would be interesting. I haven't heard that theory before. I've read it from yeah. a couple of the, you know, tinfoilonmyhead.com people. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, are you done talking about that? Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to ask you another question. Um, I saw that you broke ground on your home. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, it was a great picture of you and your wife, who, by the way, your wife and your mom came on over to um, the Abuelos. Yep. They're awesome. Um I wanted to ask you about the breaking ground on your house. Like, how has literally, well, not literally, figuratively, the landscape changed for you in building a home? Because your home is going to be like an, uh, you know, a different price point, a higher price point. Yeah. So, what is the situation um, with materials and workers? Uh, do you think that has changed since you decided to do this project a couple of years ago to now? Well, the good news is is that the prices of materials, not labor, but materials have come down a bit. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of working in our favor. Uh, what happened is is that when we priced out the house, it was supposed to cause X, mm-hmm. okay? And they did a soils test of the land, and they found that we have some organic material a couple feet down below the soil, which means that if you just build a slab foundation... It's going to settle, and you're going to have cracks in the house. Oh, wow. So we had to put in pilings. Mm-hmm. We had to put in pilings in the foundation. And this makes the house cost $800,000 <gasps> So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, it is awful. And the other thing is, is that, uh, and this just happened yesterday, um, you know, I'm closing on the construction loan tomorrow. Uh-huh. So, you know, we were going to put down a certain amount and we were going to borrow a certain amount and we got a we got an appraisal we got two appraisals for the house and the plans and the land and the appraisals came in fine but the but the the credit people at the bank said look this house is very unusual it's got 9 acres of land there's no comps we're not comfortable with the appraisals so you're you're actually going to have to put 30% down so we have to put down more money wow. on this house so and normally you would put 20 we were, we planned on putting twenty, and now I we see. have to put down thirty. Wow! Yeah. So they want you to, you know, be really have covered. more skin yeah. in the game. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's uh, that's changing the game a bit. Yeah, but but in terms of like materials and stuff, it's actually it's gonna. I think it's gonna be okay. It'll be like a wash almost. Yeah. Pretty well. No, it's not gonna be a I was wash. Because that's yeah. a lot of mo- a lot of extra money. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thirty percent is really yours, so that's equity. Yeah, and it's it's less it's less debt we'll have in the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. So, so well, exciting times. Anything else you wanted to bring up? Uh, let's. Oh, so I'm going to New York the next two weeks. Oh. So I'll be gone for a little while. The next two weeks I'll be gone. Okay. It's the second part of my internship at Bloomberg. Nice. So. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'll I'm going to be City. up in New York in the week of the 14th. Are you playing anywhere? No, I'll be back. I'm coming oh. back on the 13th. Okay. Yeah. What are you doing up there? Just visiting my mom. Yeah. Relatives. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll be back on the 13th. I don't have it as an exciting life. Maybe I'll go intern at Fox News. Think they'll take me? Nope. <laughs> Fox is great. Uh, they're they're terrific. I haven't 
I haven't done an interview with Charles Payne in about a month. I oh, like him. Oh, man. He was great the other day. Yeah. I heard him on uh, Sunday. No, I think it was Monday morning. He had a lot of great insight on a lot of things. Yeah, he's terrific. Yeah. Oh, you like him too? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. He makes a lot of sense, and the way he explains it, mm-hmm. it's easy for me to understand. I like him so. and Maria. Maria. I like Maria Bartolome. Laura and Tucker, and that's about it. Yeah. I've been watching Maria since uh, literally like 1999 mm-hmm. when she was mm-hmm. on CNBC. Yeah. CNBC, yeah. that's where that's she was. That's where we it was. think of it. She yeah. was the Wall Street babe. Yeah. She was the money honey. Yeah. The money honey. <laughs> the that's, a, that's what they called her, the money honey. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, She's right. a Jersey girl. Yeah, absolutely. But she lives now out, out east on Long Island. I think Sag Harbor. Yeah. Out on the island. So, all right, Jared Dillian, thank you so much. And thanks again for Thursday. Yeah. Last week. We appreciate it. Have a great trip. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Okay. All Wait, right. Oh, no, no, you still he, doing your podcast? Yeah, you have to say the name of your thing, too. We got a guy who just loves it. We're going to get those bastards. There it is. Those bastards. <laughs> and, of course, you have your podcast.